So this is Brett Jones from Relationship Warrior Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want it all. Inner peace, a magnificent relationship, a business that's on fire and investments that are booming. Today, I'm really pleased to introduce Sally Ann Ferguson, who is the founder and CEO of a, an amazing company uh, that I've recently become involved with, and so has Marie, and it's called Inner Origin. Sally Ann, good morning. How are you? Hi, Brett. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on your amazing oh, podcast. Oh, thank you. It's great to have you here. Now, I know uh, it's been very wet and windy over there in Sydney, so thank you so much for braving the weather and getting through the block roads and getting to the podcast. It has your array of sunshine. <laughs> thank you so much. So, Sally Ann, tell us a little bit about um, Inner Origin and what the company actually is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Inner Origin is an online wellness store, uh, I guess, with our ultimate well-being edit of 100 plus wellness brands. Inner Origin started out as a company that we really wanted to pave a way in the wellness industry. I think we could really foresee that the uh, wellness industry was growing at a very fast pace. Uh, and both myself and, and other co-founder and, and stakeholders, you know, at the time from idea of conception, all had a very strong alliance to the wellness industry for various personal reasons and, and had had for a long time. But we wanted to create a company that kept integrity within that industry. And what we for, could foresee is that in any sort of fast growing industry, that products could come through that would maybe compromise that industry, maybe not deliver exactly what a customer would expect in terms of quality and we wanted to ensure that suppliers had a, a platform and a distribution channel that they could ultimately keep the, the high quality of ingredients, their formulations and exactly why these people had developed great products wanting to deliver amazing you know, and, and assist people with their well-being but not be compromised in a fast-growing industry that may you know, tempt people or uh, to perhaps cheapen ingredients, formulations or what have you because demand was growing so much in that industry. So we wanted to create a company that customers, customers could ultimately trust to shop yeah. from. Yeah, I, I think that's and, why, you know, I certainly love the company in that you, you've got this ethos around it that you really want to bring um, products that have been tested and are pure, um, you know, from a wellness point of view because it's very easy to go into, you know, existing supermarkets and the branding doesn't really tell you what's actually in, in the actual product. So, you know, you can look at a brand and you think it's, it's going to be healthy for you, but in fact, a lot of the ingredients um, actually aren't, which is why I love, you know, Origin, that you actually have um, a committee that goes through and looks at the, the quality of the products and, and what's in there. So how did all this start? Like, how did you guys first get together and come up with the idea of wanting to create this company? Yeah, well, I guess myself and uh, co-founder David, uh, it, you know, David certainly had, um, you know, some ideas around a gut health uh, type mm -hmm. company and had, had a, a background in the direct sales mm -hmm. industry. Um, and, and definitely, you know, saw some visions there of, of how to perhaps pull a company together that kept some good aspects out of that industry, particularly around the, the idea of community. Yes. And, um, you know, he came to myself and a few others and, uh, you know, one conversation leads to another. <laughs> and um, next thing we're all putting forward, you know, concepts in that. And, and for me, 
my journey in the wellness industry came from, uh, you know, I've always been very passionate about it, but I, I had a brother who had a very rare type of cancer, um, about over 400 tumours through his kidneys actually, and thousands at a microscopic level. Only four people in the world have ever had the type of cancer he had. And without going into his story, I guess that's a story for another day, but um, natural foods and natural healing um, have definitely played a very big role in, in him being here today. And so that whole journey really enlightened me and, and drove passion for me in around the wellness industry. And so through that journey with him, I came across those challenges, you know, a lack of transparency, not knowing where ingredients came from in products, um, who's assessing these products, what quality control is there before it goes on the shelf. And so that was really passionate to me to bring to the inner origin model. And so we have, we have an independent product advisory board that consists of uh, practitioners from various modalities, you know, naturopaths, nutritionists, allopathic, um, the list goes on who all do review products and I, you know, I won't say that everyone necessarily always agrees, um, but there is that level of scrutiny and we, we have a you know, sort of non-negotiable list um, within the board as well that things can't get through on the platform. And whilst we strive to meet the expectations of every customer, you know, some people might have their own personal opinion. And so we still have a rating system. Customers can rate products. You know, if they don't live up to their promise, we'll absolutely remove them. At the end of the day, we're a wellness marketplace. So, um, you know, we're there to serve the customer in their needs in that way. But we do have that benchmark. And I think that's been the big point of difference for Inner Origin because, you know, we say we're the ultimate well-being edit of 100 plus brands and that's what we really strive for we we want to be the ultimate place for people to shop from you know that is price economical our, our suppliers actually set the retail price of the product and customers who shop here now um are, you know amazed how good the pricing is but we bring together the best catalog and the best collection of wellness brands so that you know customers can shop all that from one place and have it delivered to their door yeah that's amazing so what were the challenges uh, for you and, and the others when you first oh. started to set up the business <laughs> right because you know we have oh, a lot of, we have a lot of yeah exactly we have a lot of entrepreneurs you know listening listening to our podcast and you know their their challenges all our challenges as um you know, entrepreneurs is, is the same. So what were your challenges when you first began? I think before I enter the challenges, I want to say that I always think that if you knew what was ahead, you probably would never do it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, you know, I think everything starts with a marvellous idea yes. and everyone has this picture in their mind of this beautiful road you travel to <laughs> perfection yep. um, in, in delivering this idea that you have. And, you know, it's very important to lay that groundwork and that strategy. We spend a lot of time on that. But once you are open and start trading, I think the biggest thing is to not be attached to that because so many problems arise. You know, we went through capital raising processes. You know, when we started, as an example, the day we opened the business, we have a very strong affiliate program. Excuse me, I had a little something in my throat. We have a very strong affiliate program and we launched the company with hundreds of affiliates. And the day that we opened the company, our phone systems went down in the building that we were in. They couldn't cope with the amount of calls coming oh in. Oh, my God. And our technology onboarding system failed. Now, we've done lots of testing around it. We still don't know to this day why that happened. But on top of the tech system failing, I think the overburden of calls actually crashed the phone systems <laughs> um, within the building that we were in. And so this was opening day. So we ended up having to get 20 temps into the office you know, in the click of the fingers and, you know, night and day and through the weekends, we were answering all these calls for a week or two and literally, you know, just doing everything by very, very manual process while we were trying to fix these tech mm. issues. 
And so those things you don't expect, but they certainly make you stronger um, and they become part of your story. And that's just one example of things that go sideways from what you least expect. And, you know, what you think is the right product you're putting out to market, the customers may tell you otherwise. You know, what you think the market needs once it's out there, the way people react to it, the way they respond to it, what their demand is, certainly shifts that. And so you've got to be very open to saying, okay, I'm putting this out there. Let's see how people react. And let's be open to tailoring it so that we actually meet the demands of our customer. And so that's been the biggest thing for us is making sure that we're flexible. I think the the core team, you know, your corporate team is incredibly important. And I'm a big believer in, especially in an early stage business, of having the right attitude over skill. And attitude has been everything. You know, we have a phenomenal team that works as a team, you know, not just one shining star. It's, It's a group of people that are so committed to this business and a startup environment, you know, whilst they enjoy it, I can, you know, you know that startup is not for everybody. It's a different pace. Yes. Um, you know, it's a different stress. It, it does require so much flexibility. You know, one minute you're working towards this and then, no, we need this done, we need that done, we need that done. Um, and so people nearly need to have that open-mindedness and enjoy that environment. But the development and growth that comes out of everybody through that is phenomenal absolutely um so the challenges have been monumental (laughs) i'll tell you that every step (laughs) of the way new challenges arise i think meeting people's expectations is a big one and um managing expectations is is obviously really really important uh and in every facet of the business you know um business is complex as you know there's so many moving parts and you know keeping a hold of that especially through the early years is very important Look, I think uh, that's absolutely right and uh, you can see just in your own own journey there the sort of challenges that, that do arise and having that flexibility to be able to shift and, and change. You, you think you're going down this path and suddenly it's like something's come up and, and the very uh-huh. product that you thought was going to be successful is not successful and you have to have that ability to, to shift and change. So just personally, sally how how have you coped? Because, you know, we, we both know and I'm sure everyone that's listening knows as well that... You have to love what you do. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Because it's so <laughs> consuming, do. isn't it? So how, how have you managed yeah. to like, um, you know that I'm very big on the journey and having inner peace in that journey as well. So h- yeah. how have you managed to, one, keep yourself balanced in your own personal lifestyle whilst mm. meeting the demands of the business? How have you managed to do that? Yeah, it's a very good question. Um, I think if you had asked me that 10 years ago, it would have been all completely out of whack. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, but definitely entering the process of this business, I had come to a level of, so I guess, self-development and self-awareness mm. that um, a lot of people talk about work-life balance. And I'm, you know, I'm big on it and I'm all for it. But I, I do believe if you are going to get a new project off the ground or if you want to excel into being the top 1% of anything, um, You've got to do the hours, you've got to do the time and you've got to make sacrifices, you've got to do that commitment. I don't think you can avoid that. That's my personal opinion. And um, you've got to be prepared to roll those sleeves up. And so before we launched this business, I had a conversation with myself. I actually even wrote it down. I could show it to you today. And I, in my life, I I run by the rule that I really can't manage much more than three priorities in my life at any point in Mm -hmm. time. And so I prioritise them and I made a decision that for four years this business was my number one priority. And um, then uh, my family, obviously, Mm. and my friends. 
but I sat down with my family and uh, told them, you know, the vision of the business and the project and um, what it meant to me and that it would mean I'd be on the road a lot and it would mean that it was going to consume a lot of my time. You know, when you start the journey, you don't know what's ahead. As you and I just said, you know, if you knew, you probably wouldn't start because <laughs> you love it. But um, there's a lot comes up that you don't expect. And so uh, by doing that and setting everybody's expectations, I've only been supported um, in the journey. And I, I'd be honest to anybody listening to this podcast, it, it takes up most of my time, this business. And, but I was prepared for that and made that decision before I launched it. And I owed it to my business partners, the investors, um, to make that decision before we kicked off. And I've never backed down on that. And um, I knew that through the first four to five years, that's what it would require from me. And I was prepared to make that commitment. So I've never second-guessed it. I've never felt like I'm missing out on anything. And, of course, you know, there's birthdays, parties, you know, all sorts of things that are going on and you can't go or you're not around or, you know, you you need to, there's a demand you need to attend to. Um, And I am willingly always um, attending to that with the business and I never feel like I miss out on anything. And I think because I'm at peace, I made the decision before we started. So because I did that, I'm at peace with that decision. And so when I'm in the business and at work and it's consuming my time, there is not one ounce of regret right. with me. Right. You know, it's, I'm, I'm only enjoy because it's, it's what I chose to do. And mm. I really believe that we all are responsible for our own choices. And at any point in our life, we're making choices and decisions every single day. And the fact that I made that choice for myself is so empowering. So that gives me joy because I made that decision for myself and I'm seeing it out. Yes. And um, so my time might not be 50-50 split, you know, with work and family. Yep. Um, but, you know, in five years' time, I might choose the opposite balance. You know, I, if, you're consci- if you're consciously choosing where you're spending your time, I think that's what brings peace. Whereas if you feel that you're being dragged into something demanding your time and you're not empowered in making the choice to be putting your time into that, that's where disharmony occurs. That's an interesting. Yeah, because I consciously chose it, I'm happy. Yeah, look, that's an interesting philosophy. Within Relationship Warriors, uh, on the back of the shield that we use as our logo, we have a, a format that uh, comes out of what we call the armory. In other words, tools mm. that you know, help people guide their life. And we don't believe in work-life balance either uh, because you have to look after yourself first, then you have to look after your relationship and then your business and then right. um, your kids and uh, then uh, you know, friends and family is, is the format yeah. that we have. And there are yes. times in, in life when that format has to shift and change because you know, if you're having young kids, then certainly when you have a baby, the priority is going to be that baby probably before your partner you know, for a little period of time. And then there are periods when you're creating a business that literally the business has to come first because you're going to yeah. threaten the entire kingdom. You're going to threaten the relationship. You're going to threaten the marriage. You're going to threaten everything if you don't put that That's time right. and energy into that business because it takes an enormous amount of effort in, in this early stage uh, to get that business yeah. up and running. So... It's a baby of its own. It is a baby of its own, totally. So day to day, do you meditate at all or how do you maintain your, your sanity, literally, you know, w- within this crazy world of creating this business? 
I, I look, I do meditate a little bit. I used to be a much bigger meditator in terms of really dedicating, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour type mm-hmm. thing to my meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've done years of that. And so I tend to now just be able to drop myself into it, even if it's for two or three yes. minutes. Um, and I find that really re-energizes me. Mm. So in terms of actually having a big commitment to meditation, um, the answer is no, but doing small amounts regularly, I do do. Um, and I, when I do have time out, I really make sure it's time that restores me so I don't push myself to be, you know, overly um, social or active. The thing that restores me is actually being down at my parents' farm and my dog and, yes. um, you know, just being me. Um, because the business does demand a lot and demands a lot of communication. You know, as I mentioned, we have a lot of affiliates, a lot of suppliers. Um, you know, the magnitude of the business grew very quickly. And so the communication demands are high, you know, as, as it is for a lot of people starting business or executives. You know, it's just it's nonstop all day and the hundreds and hundreds of emails every day. You know, you go batty. Um, <laughs> so I, when I have time out, it, quite honestly, it's almost isolation just with my family and um, that restores me. Yes, but it's great to have that sort of balance, isn't it? It's like uh, yeah. the ability to shift into that, that mode, which I think is essential for anyone running a business if you're not taking that time out. That's why we have a sales-first, unselfish as the the top priority within that format because without doing that literally you get to burnout stage I I know you know when I created a 400 million dollar business in my uh, 20s and 30s that it was all consuming and I certainly made the mistake early on of one not um, having that balance and not having that time out and I think the other mistake that I made Sally Ann was not doing work on myself exactly that's really important the um, the process of building a business, and, and we have a lot of people uh, involved within Origin who have their own business. Mm-hmm. And I always say that the biggest part of growing your business is actually the continual growth of yourself. Mm. And um, why, why do you I say that? Like why do you, you say that? Because, you know, I, I think I totally agree. I think that's like the business is us and it's an essential yeah, part of it. So why do you feel that? Why do you see that? I'm a big believer that if you were ready for something in your life, you'd already have it. Mm -hmm. And so if you already had the skills, if you already had the ability, if you already were at that point, then the result that you're looking for would already be present in your life. Beautiful, beautiful, yep. And so um, because if you haven't already got that result, if you're striving for more, then I believe you need to become more, you need to be more to actually get to that result. Mm. And so um, that's why I believe self-development needs to continue through that process because um, the self-development is actually what keeps readying you for the next steps, the next challenges. Totally, totally agree. So how do you implement that within the company? How do you, um, how do you encourage that with, uh, with the team members, you know, to continue that on? Well, with our team members in corporate, we do try to run, you know, some leadership training. Um, we absolutely, we all share a lot of um, self-development, you know, books with each other. Mm-hmm. Throughout our affiliate network, we run a lot of events, a lot of training. Yes. Um, we are actually... We are actually all um, very, very dedicated to self-development. And so we run that as an underpinning through the whole company. Yes. Um, and so that really keeps everyone striving towards those bigger goals and those bigger challenges. Yep. And, but we made that part of our culture from the outset. And it's very – because we realise how important it is. Has that worked for you? Um, has that worked for you making it that way? Yeah, it has. 
Um, and that's what I was saying, like we've really noticed acceleration in growth of our people, even at corporate, mm-hmm. um, and certainly, you know, in our affiliate field as well. Um, and, you know, we're starting now to apply some of those practices into our suppliers as well. Right. Um, because we, we know how important it is. You know, as I said, we all want bigger results. We all want growth. Um, and we believe we all are going to have to, you know, become the next version of ourselves yes. for that to enter and um, to receive that through. So that's very, very important in our culture. Fantastic. Plus we, you know, I think it makes for happy people. Yes. It makes you feel supported through your journey. Totally. So why did you choose the affiliate model to begin the business? Why, why that model for you? Yeah. Look, I think the important thing is that, especially in the wellness industry, as you pointed out at the start of the, the call, is that if you just buy a product off the shelf, you don't necessarily know the quality about it. You might be choosing that product based on price or it's pretty packaging. Mm-hmm. You know, generally are one of the two things helping you to make that decision. Whereas through an affiliate model, our affiliates experience a lot of products for themselves. They also go through education and training about products. Mm-hmm. And so they can share authentically and, and actually, you know, educate people a little bit, you know, create a bit of community. Um, and that experience is, I think, really fantastic for our customers. So our affiliates grow businesses in a variety of ways. So some of them just grow through technology and digitally um, as affiliate marketing is well known in today's world. But we also have some of our affiliates that literally go out you know, into the home or office and they take an array of samples. They let people play with these incredible wellness products. Some brands people have heard of, some they haven't. But that touch, try, feel experience was very important to us. And when we looked at just online websites and, and online marketing, uh, the one thing we always felt that was missing was that touch, try, feel. So how do you achieve that without having the overhead expense of bricks and mortar? Like if you look at companies yes. that you know have created huge success in technology, the thing they're trying to do now is how do they bridge that gap to touch, try, feel? Yes. Because that's still always going to hold its place. And we felt that the wellness industry particularly still really required that touch, try, feel experience. And that's why we created that hybrid, that combination platform. And uh, it's been a really great decision because, uh, for one, I think customers get a great experience. They don't have to all come that way. Some just come through and shop digitally if that's what they want. But if they do want a touch, try, feel experience, it's there and that extra level of service is there. Um, But also the, the idea of community. And the community aspect has actually even surprised me more than probably what even the vision was. And the reason that has happened is that when people feel part of a community and they feel supported, real change happens. Uh, if people, for example, go to a self-development women seminar or they, you know, hear something on the radio and they think, oh, I, I want to change out my cleaning products and have less toxins in my home, you know, um, they'll go home and look in their cupboard and, you know, there's still half of the old product left and they think, oh, well, you know, it hasn't hurt me yet. I'll continue using that and I'll replace it with something better when it runs out. And then three, four, five weeks down the track when that bottle runs out, they're busy. And so habit takes us back to the same place that we bought it last time, the same shelf. We know exactly where to go. It's a quick, easy solution and we'll just replace it. But with what we had and and often we never make that change, we never make that transition. And that's human nature. Change is one of the hardest things that humans face is acceptance to change or commitment to change. (laughs) So true. um, But in a community that becomes so much easier. And because you're not only supported, but you're inspired 
to change. And so we have a saying it in our origin that we um, inspire, educate and connect people to wellness. Mm. And that's why that word inspired is so important because I think for people to want to value themselves and really respect their well-being, I believe the choices we make for what we put in our body, on our body and around our home come down ultimately to, you know, our self-worth, our self-value, wanting to value our well-being and, you know, that if we are all inspired to want to, as you said, take care of yourself first, mm. you know, you said in those priorities, it's always self first yes. and um, well-being is our self first. And so if we can inspire as many people as possible to make that choice, whether they shop through Inner Origin or not, you know, great if they do, that would be an amazing um, byproduct of that goal. Um, but ultimately, I just love to see people inspired to want to be taking care of themselves. Totally. And I think, you know, the whole ethos of the company is, is fantastic in that, one, there's a huge amount of education necessary in this food area because the system that we currently have doesn't educate us properly around what we're actually putting into our bodies and the long-term effect of, of that. And, you know, obviously personally with, with your brother, you know, I was there on the weekend and I heard his amazing story of recovery. And just knowing and having that knowledge uh, gives us power to make those choices. The other thing I love yeah. about the model is that it gives people an opportunity to be involved in a business sense, in creating a business and mm -hmm. creating an income for their family in something they can be passionate about, which is, yeah. is sharing that wellness with with other people. So, you know, if anybody is listening to the podcast and, they, and they're really identifying with this um, mission to really bring wellness to, to people into their homes, how do they get in touch, uh, Sally, and how do they come on board and, you know, become one of the affiliates? Absolutely. Well, I think if they can reach out to um, innerorigin.com, so you can reach out to customer service at innerorigin.com, mention that you heard this webinar. Yes. Um, and so we can direct you back to the right point of contact from there. Uh, and obviously then you can be taken through and shown the opportunity to be an affiliate. Yes. Um, to have your own independent business sharing in origin, um, which I always say is more than, it's more than just sharing. Um, it's definitely becomes a whole lot more than that, but it, it is your own business. And for some people, a lot of people on this call may have had a lot of business experience. And so um, that feels very natural for them. For some people on this call, this may be the first time they're ever exploring their own business. And, and what I want to say is that it is your own business, but you're not on your own. And um, that's the beautiful thing about having an independent business in a, in a community such as in origin. There's a lot of resources provided for you. There's a lot of support provided for you. Um, there's people like yourself, you know, Brett, that are there to support people and have, that have experience and can communicate that experience. But the greatest thing is that it comes back to that same thing. If you choose to have your own business, also be prepared for self-development and self-growth because that just absolutely will happen. Um, whether you like it or not, that's going to happen. When you're growing something, when you're trying a new skill, when you're growing something new like a business, it will require growth in you as a person. And that is magnificent. You know, that's joyful and that's really what life is about. You know, when we keep expanding as people, um, that's such a joyful experience. So I want to say, yes, absolutely reach out. We would love to have a conversation with you and we'll absolutely point you in the right direction. Or you can also reach out to Brett um, directly and, and he can facilitate that. Yes, absolutely. Look, Sally Ann, thank you so much. I know you're a very busy lady, so I really appreciate you taking some time out to uh, share in the podcast. 
you know, the company you've created and are creating and building is an amazing company that uh, I know is going to have a major impact, not only in Australia, because I know you're expanding, um, you know, across um, the channel there to New Zealand. And uh, you're also looking longer term to, uh, to go where we're uh, expanding into the US as well. So, um, you know, I fully support the mission. I, I just think it's a, a wonderful idea and it's something that certainly uh, we all need to be involved in. So thank you again for, for being with me. I really appreciate the time. Thank you and congratulations on everything you do. You're, um, you're an amazing human and you touch so many lives and inspire so many people and I'm really grateful that you had me here today on your podcast. Thank you, Sally-Ann. And Thanks, we'll Brett. be back again soon. And for those of you listening, as always, you know, share the karmic debt. Um, we've given this information to you free. I'm sure it's been of use to you and I'm sure there's other people uh, that you could pass this podcast on to that are either needing to hear about wellness or perhaps looking for that um, business opportunity they want to jump into. So again, thanks, Sally-Ann, and uh, goodbye to everybody. Thanks, Brett. Bye for now. Bye.